The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features ensure that you can take on any adventure. What kind of features? Well, how about the available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud? Or the standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together? How about available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone? We're always trying to think about those great spring and summer getaways, but with a car like the Hyundai Santa Fe, anywhere can be your next adventure. To learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe, go to HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Chip Patterson, Tom Fernelli, Danny Cannell, and Bud Elliott. It's your call for the best college football coverage from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. You see those sirens in your feed. You know exactly what that means. Uh, It's an emergency podcast. It means that after the conclusion of a a, a swell conversation around uh, what makes a great recruiter, something you should listen to if you have not gotten the chance to already, uh, all of a sudden we get some breaking news out of the University of Alabama. Tom Fernelli, you have graciously jumped on to join as we uh, set to look ahead at the future of Alabama football, Nick Saban agreeing to a contract extension that will keep him uh, as the head coach of the football team through at least February 28, 2029. That is the end of the 2028 season and also national signing day conveniently. And it would make him 77 years old. So as we sit here to discuss this breaking news, again, Nick Saban extended until 2029. Um, Do you think that he is still the head coach through the length of this contract? I love that that's the first question. The first question should be, is Alabama making a mistake by keeping (laughs) the unproven Nick Saban? Uh, That's a a hard question to answer, honestly, because – you know, he is, he's a very nice 69 years old right now. Nice. He will turn 70 on Halloween. And as you mentioned, he will be 79, 79. I thought it was 77, 77. It, yeah. Sorry. It's the end of 2020. It's February, 2029. It's eight more years. He'll be 77 at the end of this contract. And 77, just like, sorry to anybody in that age demographic is listening. Just seems kind of old for a college football coach, especially with, the way things are kind of going to be trending here in the next few years with like the NIL stuff and the transfer portal and the amount of energy that you're seeing that's recruiting has become. But that said, a big reason why recruiting has become what it is, is because of what Nick Saban did at Alabama to make Alabama what it is 
as a program as it is as a dynasty as you know what's helped make nick saban the greatest college football coach of all time so it's like in the one hand it's like that's a lot of work but this is a guy that's never really shown an unwillingness to do all the kind of work that goes in and of course alabama is the coaching staff and just the the staff that they have in that football program is huge. He's able to delegate a lot of stuff and he could be the closer at the end. You know, you, we always see those pictures on social media of like the recruits on official visits posing with Saban in his office with all those title rings and all that stuff out. So I'm sure he's still going to serve that purpose, but man, that's a long time from now, Chip. And again, he's going to be 77 at the end of it, but we've seen like Bobby Bowden coached into his eighties. Mm-hmm. Joe Paterno coached into his eighties. Coach K just announced his retirement right now. He's what, 75? 75. So, I mean, it's not crazy to think that he will. It's just, I'm not, I feel like I would go under, I think, if I was placing a bet just because I do, and, you know, because Alabama, the bottom's going to fall out. They're going to lose 10 games a year. No, just because I think that it, we could see with the amount of extra work that's probably going to be going into recruiting these next few years and the way things could possibly change. He might burn out. I mean, or he might just decide, man, what else is there for me to do? If he wins another couple national titles at some point, it might just be, I, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to go hang out with my family and chill. I think that Nick Saban uh, and his wife, Terry and Terry, Miss Terry always gets a mention uh, whenever Nick's talking about his future as a head coach, you know, you got to ask Miss Terry, she's the boss. I think that they wanted to put a finish line on it. In the same way that, you know, Mike Krzyzewski, who you just mentioned, said, I'm going to retire. But 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 after this one more year, mm-hmm. it's, it's like there's got to be something in the mind of a competitor uh, to be able to 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 go out like that, you know, to be able to say, you know, this is going to be um, when when we're going to be wrapping it up, when we're going to be transitioning to the next stage of our life. I could see if Nick Saban looks at himself and looks at the football program and does believe there's any slippage in like year five, six, seven, eight, like when there's only a few years left on the contract, I could see him maybe step into the side, but I do not think we'll see burnout. I think he's been reinvigorated by having to adapt and he's found new ways uh, to really get a kick out of coaching. Yeah. And I think that we need to also just consider the way recruiting works too. Whereas, you know, schools, like if, like a lot of SEC schools are all in for the same players. A lot of the better players end up at the SEC. Well, you know, Georgia, Auburn, LSU, these schools can all say, well, how, you know, do we even know if Nick Saban's still going to be there by the time you graduate? He's, he's, you know, he's 70 years old. We can't be sure. So this, if nothing else, this contract extension is a way for Saban to say, dude, I'm signed here for another, you know, seven years. So yeah, I'm still going to be here when you're done. So there's that part of it, but it's, it's weird because Nick Saban strikes me as, just a lifer and i really do wonder if at some point like maybe miss terry says it's time to go and it's time to go but i do feel like of the coaches that do this he is somebody that could stay till 77 it's just well he looks young for his age and when you see him interact with these players and you know one of the things about living in the world of alabama football ruling all in the entire sport is we do get a lot of those behind the scenes access shows and espn features And like when Nick Saban is telling future Heisman Trophy winner Devonta Smith that he can run faster than him because he's got a mechanical spring implanted into his hip that allows him to be more explosive, it is hilarious and it makes Devonta laugh. And it's like, oh my goodness, even at the age of, I guess he would have been 68 or 69 at the time, 68 years old, 
he's still finding ways to connect with uh, the superstars. Like there, it does not seem, and again, like, yeah, I'm, it might've been played up for the camera. It might not have been. I spent a lot, a lot of time around that program at college football playoffs and at national championship games and, and all that. I don't think that Nick Saban is inauthentic with his players. And I think his players would see right through it. So it's, I kind of think he wanted to set this finish line. I'm going to say he plays it out and then he gets like the farewell tour in, in the 2028 season. And then, then, just absolutely uh, gets to go out his way. So it, how many more seasons is this then? We're adding on eight. It's an eight-year deal, right? Yeah, it adds. It's eight more years beyond from now. It adds three years to what he had existing left on his contract. Oh, and for the people that are uh, into the money, it's a base of $8.425 million for the current contract year, and it will increase annually um, all the way through. Wow, I hope he can... I don't know how he's going to feed the family. Uh, okay, so if there's eight more years and he coaches all the way through it, how many more national titles is he winning? Where are we setting the to over-under on that? Two and a half. Where would you go? I'll go over. I've decided. That's so messed up. I've decided he's going to get three more. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous <laughs> to think about. And that's, and that's jumping on the other side of the fact that he's done six in the last 12. Because yeah. that run is the one where, okay, you can't. That's not sustainable, but I do think that he could get three out of the next eight. Three of eight. Three of eight. 50% you're out of your damn mind. 43%? Yeah, that's easy. That's nothing. Whatever. Yeah, I think two or three. I would set it at two and a half because I think he's going to win two or three more if he coaches out this contract. Yeah. No, it's it's hard. It would be hard to take that under. That's for sure. But that's that's why the man is getting contract extensions until he's 77 years old. Um. I'm not trying to uh, rip this from our good friends, Matt Norlander and Gary Parrish, but I'm going to hit you with the trivia time. Download the Ion College Basketball Podcast. Do you know how many games since the start of the 2008 season that Alabama has played that have not had national title implications? So we throw out the 07 season where uh, they took some losses in Saban's first year. Yeah. Since the start yeah. of 08, there have been 154 games, and Alabama has had national title chances in all but how many? Like two? It's three, and they were all in the 2010 season. 2010, yeah, because they lost three games, but it's like that first one, if they hadn't lost, though, doesn't didn't they still have national title implications until they lost? It's the... Um, I mean, it's the last three regular season games. It's 151 of 154 times that Alabama has been on the field since 2008. They have been playing potentially for the national title. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's why it's going to be three out of eight, and not two out of eight. It's because be they're five. just always, always playing for it. And the fact that he's been able to uh, reboot you know, himself and, and be able to uh, take on new approaches, new philosophies. He's talked about this a lot. We've talked about this a lot. If you are to look at uh, the current makeup of the SEC, does this news all of a sudden change your calculus on how long you're willing to wait for a Jimbo Fisher or an Ed Ogeron or like some of the other coaches in that division, even a Kirby Smart at Georgia, if you were trying to think like, hey, we're just going to wait it out till Saban retires and then we'll be ready to go, how does this news change uh, your calculations on that? Oh, man. A lot of coaches this morning woke up like, damn it. Uh, I, I, I don't think you could. 
you could have hoped like if you're Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M, maybe you had the idea that, you know, all right, we just want to be in a position. We're going to build to this. So that way, when he does step down, we're ready to step in and take over. If you're Georgia, you could have had maybe that same kind of thought process, but this kind of throws a monkey wrench in that. So I don't think, I don't know if there's any coach in the sec who was truly planning on, you know, the timing of it being for when Saban's gone and we could take over. But I think that's always in the back of your mind. So I, I, I think that you just got to keep doing what you're doing because that's really all it is. Like, cause even after Saban steps down as great as he is with the thing that he's got in place there, you have to think that Bama's still going to be pretty good with whoever they hired to replace him. So you're still got to be competing with Alabama. You're still going to have to contend with the amount of talent and that, that roster is going to have. I'm going to continue to have simply because the brand will continue to be appealing to every single kid growing up playing football right now for the next 20 years Alabama is still going to be in their minds you know one of the top programs in the country even if they kind of start falling off now so you still have to contend with that so I don't think it's that big of an impact but I do think that yeah a lot of SEC coaches are just like damn it damn it damn it I'm going to get fired because of this no you if you're another SEC coach you're waiting for the era after Nick Saban because then you can be Utah or Arizona State, or That's you could Billy be Napier Oklahoma. No. Yeah, I mean, it's like you... you Napier's waiting for Saban to retire, and then he'll take an SEC job. Eight more years with the Raging Cajuns. Let's go, Billy Napier. Stack them Sunbelt titles. Uh, well, Tom, thank you so much for uh, hopping on. Again, the, the breaking news, it is a contract extension through the 2028 season. Uh, $8.425 million for the current contract year, increasing every year along the way. Uh, this was just his fifth. He's entering his 15th season, uh, having led Alabama to national championships in six times over the last 12 years, seven SEC championships, and uh, he is 21-2 and two against top 10 opponents. And like we mentioned earlier, 151 of 154 times that Alabama has played a football game since the start of the 2008 season, it has had national title implications. But he has not won a national title in at least four months. So, gotta wonder if gotta wonder if this is it. This is the end. You can follow him on Twitter at Tom Fennell. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Tom, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> it gave out on the same. Think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he held on till the very end. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com.